0: Today, we're joined by Tommy and Desneka Taylor from Purpose Driven Coaching. They help married couples learn how to reconnect without having to go to counseling or therapy. Guys, this is the one you want to listen to, and trust me, your wife will be glad you did. Tommy and Desneka, welcome to Dad Devotionals. It's so great to have you.
1: Thank you. you. We appreciate it. Thank you for having us on. We're glad to be be on the show for sure. No problem. All right, so why don't you tell everybody you know, a little bit about your background as we get started here
0: and and why did you become marriage coaches?
1: Yeah. So basically, you know, we ended up going through just about, well, everything bad you can go through in a marriage, like quadruple times over. Like, I mean, I'm going to try to remember everything to be honest. I don't have a list in front of me. Sometimes I forget, (laughs) but, um, but we've been through, you're gonna have to help me with this, but infidelity. Uh, both, sides. both sides, an insane amount. So much so that honestly, I don't remember most of the people. Mm-hmm. But we've been through that: uh, physical abuse, mental abuse, verbal abuse. Um, what else?
2: Some financial addictions. Like, yes, I I was as actually became like a full blown alcoholic. Like mm-hmm. so much so, I had it above my bed so I didn't have to get out of bed. Um,
1: Spigot <laughs> there.
2: Yes, uh, there was huge financial yeah. issues between the two of us. Trust below zero triggers out the wall zoo, like Tommy was triggered by everything. And the communication, like we, there wasn't communication, we couldn't even walk outside and go, the sky is blue, or the sun is yellow, without yeah. it being a fight. Sounds <laughs> like
1: she's exaggerating. But like, yeah. <laughs> like, we we literally like, it, most people we come across, like, honestly, when we talk to them on the phone, they most people do bring up communication, because it's kind of the number one thing people list. But yeah. most people can talk about, the least surface level things, like it's logistical things, like day to day, who's getting the kids stuff. Like we couldn't even like
2: no, and re- it was
1: talk about that stuff at all. <laughs>
2: it was to the point like we legit hated each other. But what we found was that there wasn't any resources to, out there, and everyone mm-hmm. automatically goes, "Oh, you're having problems? Go to counseling."
1: That's what we thought. Yeah. yeah,
2: and what happens is the counseling is like there's not action steps, and so many times mm-hmm. we hear like we've experienced it, in so many like so many people is one person's teamed up against. And especially if there's any kind of affair, if you're, if you cheated, it's like a target and attack. And so it's not a safe zone. And then they're very quick to label. So we were, I had him labeled narcissistic. He had me labeled narcissistic
1: and bipolar and
2: bipolar. <laughs> and there was just, and so we tried all these things and there just wasn't anything out there that was genuine and got to the root issues and that didn't like cause more division.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. Well, I mean, what I, what I think is amazing. I just want to commend you both. I mean, God uses all of our stuff and finds a way to make it amazing, right? He finds a way to make it good. And that's Absolutely. what you're doing. I mean, you are, I mean, that that's, I almost want to say that, you know, you went through all these different things because that's what runs the gamut in, in terms of couple issues, in terms of just people issues, you know, we're, we're, we're Christians. We're not perfect, <laughs> but
1: no, by, no, right. by no means,
0: no, by no means. And so I, you <laughs> know, I appreciate everything you've been through because you can speak to so many different things and and hit people on so many different levels that, you know, one thing might not connect with them, but this thing over here does. And I, I just think that's amazing. And it, it's, what's even more amazing is the courage that you guys have to, to come out here and to talk about it. I mean, who wants to talk about their dirty laundry? You know, we <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to discuss those kind of things but you're doing it and you're doing it really effectively and I can see that by the the growth of your groups and uh you know by what you're offering and like true entrepreneurs you're taking it and you're and you're you're taking the message out that you saw a need and uh you're fulfilling it and I just want to commend you for that. I mean that's that's incredible.
1: Thank, Thank you. you. I appreciate yeah. that.
2: We no, really no do. Yeah, one of the main things and being a Christian is there's that stigma of oh I'm a Christian and I did this and I I don't want to be judged because I'm Christian. I should have known better. Yeah. And so that there's not that safety. And so I think it's even harder for Christians to come forward and get the help they need because of that judgment.
1: Yeah. It's it's unfortunate. Um, a lot of people are condemned when it comes to these things or mm-hmm. just told to give up. And it's like, I mean, we were told to give up by
2: everyone, literally <laughs>
1: everyone uh, and some of our even loved ones. And it's, you know, it's one of those things that we, 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 we loved each other. We didn't want to, at the same time, awkwardly enough, we hated each other uh, <laughs> to the point, thought about ways to kill each other. That's a whole nother story. But we basically, like, we still loved each other. And we didn't know how to make it work because we, I was personally at a point where I literally felt like, Aside from her physically trying to kill me, I thought that the relationship was going to kill me, mm-hmm. and so like as my heart rate was like resting at once one thirty to one sixty beats per minute like twenty four seven, and it was just like a refrigerator sitting on my chest. I was losing hair. I was like having like it was just horrible, and and so I, d- I don't wish that on anyone no. by any means, uh, you know. But it was just one of those things we didn't really know how to. How to go about it, and so we tried an immense amount of things out there.
0: Sure, sure. Well, I, I could appreciate that. And, and Tommy, one of the biggest hurdles, and you mentioned it in, in marriage, and you, and you touched on it in in some of your things in your Facebook groups and your and your webinars and stuff. It's communication, uh, and you know, this is a podcast mainly for men, dad devotionals. So, how can we men communicate more effectively uh, with our wives?
1: Yeah. So the biggest thing for communicating effectively is first, first of all, you have to understand it doesn't really start with communication. It has to actually start at an internal place for you. So it starts with you becoming a healthy individual. And that's definitely like if you're reading the Bible and you're going to church and you're, you're surrendering your life to God, that's great. But there's more to it than that on top of all that. There's the right mindsets and stuff that need to be implemented. There's a lot of individual aspects that need to be implemented in terms of really helping you become the new version of you. Because one thing I tell people, and I think this is actually a quote by Jack Canfield, but he talks about how if you want more, you have to become more. Mm -hmm. And so in order to be able to communicate effectively, the first place you have to start is being able to become a better version of yourself an emotionally stable and resilient version of yourself that understands not only your reactions, your responses, different things like that, to be able to even effectively use the tools. Because yeah. like I could give someone tools right now, the tools that we use and they're great, but unless you've had that kind of background or that training, which I'll be really honest, 99% of people have not, then you're not, they're not gonna work really effectively. It might be kind of like a, an awkward, okay, that was a cool conversation, but it wasn't no life-changing thing by no means. And so it's going to start there in terms of yeah. really building a solid communication. And then of course you have the tools with that.
2: And I think there's one like our society is really big on like putting people in a box and putting mm-hmm. these stigmas out there. Sure. And unfortunately for men, like they're taught so many men are taught shut up, suck it up, be a man, be a <laughs> tough guy. Yeah. Um and the only thing you're doing is you're shoving down your emotions they're not being resolved. You're denying yourself and those things will build in compounds and they will bleed out. And if you're not self-destructing yet, it's only a matter of time. It's like a ticking time bomb.
1: Yeah. They get into like, it's really like a lot of men get into their thirties and forties and then they're drinking infidelity, porn, gambling, like all these different things. And then it ends up being like, well, I'm just worthless. I just self sabotage. I don't deserve, like they don't, uh, they don't deserve this. Like, I'm not worthy of that, like, but reality, like, it's just stuff that you haven't dealt with yet. Like a lot of the stuff that's like at the core things, people think that time heals wounds. It does not. And it absolutely doesn't in no way, shape or form. it. It's actually intentionality over the course of time that heals wounds the right actions. And so we get taught to stuff and women do these things too, right? They stuff, a lot of people stuff things down. Women are generally better about talking about things because they like to talk more. But uh, for the most part, they stuff, people stuff these things down, uh, especially men. And they end up alone. A lot of men isolate. And then they end up in a a very dark, depressed, emotional state. And if it lasts long enough, we see it all the time where like in their forties, fifties, they all of a sudden leave. A marriage that their spouse thought was perfect, but their perfect spouse, perfect husband, they just up and leave and that they're blocked them everywhere, nothing. And it's, and it's because they haven't put the time into becoming a healthy individual. Oftentimes in those cases, they put themselves last, but from our perspective and personal opinion, it should be God first, then you in a self-care way,
2: not selfish. Yeah. Not selfish.
1: I just want to be clear about that but in a self-care way, meaning taking care of your emotions. And then there's other aspects of self-care too, but then, then your wife, then your kids, then your, you know, your purpose and God's design for your life that's business or whatever it's like work or whatever it is, then extended family and friends. And that's what we believe. And, And if you don't, you end up in a place where you're basically, you're basically in a place where you end up like angry, resentful, full of hate, maybe, um, and you end up just pouring from an empty cup, more or less.
0: I mean, even the Lord went to the desert to, uh, retreat and to pray and, to you know, go to his, go to his father. So, I mean, there is, there is an example for us to do that and to, you know, to refill and to, and to replenish, uh, what we, what we're dealing with. And, you know, you, you talk about these things and then, and then folks kind of get into the, these bad habits. And a lot of times those things, you know, people will use those as a, as a way to accuse the other person and you know you have these triggers that people that that people have and, and that spouses kind of attack each other with maybe knowingly or unknowingly so as we kind of build on our communication techniques how do we eliminate those triggers that that get us going one and then how do we two
1: get off that emotional roller coaster okay so eliminate eliminate the triggers and then get off the emotional roller coaster okay. so I'll let you in. That's a
2: loaded that. question. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it, it is loaded, but in short form, um, just because there's no way we could go into that all earlier all here. But okay. basically, you, you don't have to live with triggers. So first yeah. of all, like, you know, I had them everywhere and obviously they affect people differently. Like mm-hmm. she didn't have them um, as, as much. Bad. She did have a lot of triggers. She had suffering from other yes. things, but... Some people, man, they just bombard you and the more you try and escape them, the more they just hit your mind all day long yeah and so the key is to actually eliminate them and reprogram them and in short form short form the way you reprogram them is by reprogramming your subconscious in those in those triggers.
2: Mm-hmm. And and most certainly it's not removing them and just being like, okay, I'm going to avoid them. That's Mm. one of the worst things you can do. So we we live in Texas and one of Tommy's triggers was anything country. I mean, Mm. trucks, hats. Music, literally anything, and so Texas. So <laughs> we on <went> the avoidance <laughs> route to
0: avoid that. Yeah. Yes.
2: yeah, and we can't even we couldn't even go to the grocery store without hearing country music because they play it right. Yeah. And so the avoidance route, only thing that sets you up is to keep you on that emotional roller coaster because then you go to the store having a good day, they play country music, and then all of a sudden you're like, I can't believe you did that, and then it's.
1: Starts a reaction oh, okay. cycle, or mm-hmm. um, you could call it emotional roller coaster. It, it starts yes. the emotional roller coaster. Then, then your spouse is just like, "Man, why can't we just?" The other spouse, this was her. <laughs> she was like, "Why can't we just move past all this and focus on the future?" Right? Like we keep bringing up the past over and over again. We talked about this. Like, but I will tell you that, like, when it comes to talking about these things, uh, it's it's more about talking about them the right way once. Right. Because that's when the healing process officially starts, because if you don't talk about it the right way, if you just like trust forgiveness and saying, I'm sorry, is important, but they're nowhere near enough to actually fix the relationship and men, especially something that happened with infidelity or something to that extent or affairs. Sure, sure. Absolutely.
0: Um, You know, but right now, I mean, with with the pandemic going on and then on top of that, you have a busy life, you have your job, you have kids, church activities. Uh, you know, you're run, you're running kids all over the place. If you're like my wife and I, maybe you have a side business uh, there's so many things going on. And then on top of that, you're trying to work on your communication.
1: How do we do it all and still connect with our spouse? So my advice on that is you want to, when you build out your schedule, if, you, if you're any form of like, if you don't build out a schedule, you should, you should have a schedule. Uh, no matter, I don't care if you own a business or not, you should still have a schedule because here's the thing. Right. Like most people, when they build a schedule, what do they start with, especially if you own a business, you're starting with like your business task, your, you know, your meetings and all this stuff. But in reality, what it needs to be is the staples first. So it should be prioritizing time for self-care prioritizing time to make sure that you're doing a weekly date with your spouse, Uh, prioritize like just the different things that need to be a priority, being able to have conversations, um, strategically implementing those times and then being resentful or not resentful, relentless, sorry, relentless with those, uh, with those schedules, because that's going to help you do things, but also like your habits, right? So how you do anything, in my opinion, is kind of how you do everything to some extent, at least. And so, you want to stack wins throughout the day. So if you're stack if in the morning, like if you're hitting this news button and you get up, it may seem really small. Um, one, it doesn't benefit your sleep at all. It actually makes it worse. It makes you, well, it takes longer to wake up. But then on top of that, you're sending a signal to your subconscious. The first thing you do in the morning is a loss. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I try and tell people is like, look, you know, you know, your habits determine the condition of your heart and what comes out of your mouth is a reflection of your heart. And so you want to really condition your life and your habits. And it's not a, it's not a light switch. No. That's one thing. So you want to give yourself grace when it comes to these things, of course. Um, but it's more like a dimmer switch over time. You brighten brighter and brighter and brighter, but it comes with surrounding yourself with the right environment, surround yourself with the right people, invest in yourself, whether it's through coaching or through some form of mentorship, whatever it is, but you want to keep on that mindset and have that perspective. Yeah.
2: Part of that is also with the priorities as a, as a man and the leader of the house and the spiritual leader, Mm -hmm. your time with God is vital, Mm -hmm. right? So it's especially with all of the programming of society and all those limiting beliefs, like you need to be being filled with the truth so that you can show up, like you can show up and walk in love. And so when you're doing those things, like making sure like these things are staples and honestly, it's about the, it's about being open and transparent. (laughs) us women know you can't handle it all. Like we can't either. Right. So trying to be the tough guy and hold it all together and like get it, that doesn't benefit anybody. Cause the only thing it shows is like, you don't trust me enough to be open and honest. Yeah. So
1: you need to collaborate on schedules, of course, but then, but then also understand that. And from a leadership perspective, leadership starts with you, right? Like you can't, you can't expect, like if you have these all these expectations most time they're in your head they're not even verbalized but if you have all these expectations of your spouse and your kids and stuff like that your wife and your kids then but then for them to perform like basically fighter jets but then you yourself are performing like a crop duster and you're not you don't have good habits you're not sacking wins throughout the day you're not taking care of your emotions you're not prioritizing your time with god you're not doing any of these things and you're just either if you're at work you're you're thinking about your spouse or if you're at home you're thinking about stuff you didn't get done at work and then you're just overwhelmed with everything and then you end up isolating most of the time or yelling at someone or snapping
2: it's that's typically when people shut down and like a lot of men go to gaming their phones or whatever hobby in the garage just to escape
1: Yeah. Because they're overwhelmed. Just an isolation. Mm -hmm. Mostly most men isolate because they don't want to deal with most men don't even like to argue. They just want peace. (laughs) Uh, But (laughs) from from my experience, I'll confess that's me. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So most men don't want to argue with their spouses. It's not like they're waking up. What can I do to make her mad today? Right. Uh, It's it's more of that. They just have things that they're hurting about and that they haven't dealt with. And it's just these things that compiled, compiled, especially between marriages like when it comes to marriages, like people, even though they want to, they sweep stuff under the rug Mm -hmm. and because they don't know how to work it out. And so eventually it just, they let it blow over or sweep it under the rug. And then it goes back and then it just compounds and compounds. And before you know it, we have couples that they haven't connected in 20 years, right. And they've not felt emotionally connected in 20 years. They felt like they had less than a roommate.
2: Mm-hmm. It's all those things stacking up. And then what have? it's like a volcano that's being filled up with lava, right? That's all those little problems. And then eventually it explodes. That's
0: Absolutely. a great analogy. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, the, the, the man, the, the leader of the household, having that prayer habit and that prayer life. And I know when I, when I'm off or if I, if I kind of lost my streak of, of daily prayers, my wife will know, like she, she can pick up on that. She's like, you didn't pray today, did you? Like, no, I didn't. I didn't. You, you caught me again. And it's just because, you know, you talk about all that pressure that you have, it just, it comes out, you spew it out like that volcano. It, it's a, it's a great analogy because it's so true. It just builds up and builds up and builds up. And you talked about having a, you know, you know, your high heart rate and everything. It, it's, it's amazing what, you know, making that that time with God, that focus, that focused time that you're going to your father in prayer, just like our Lord did. And it's it's amazing how much of a game changer it is. And it, it also, it really just alters your entire outlook and your entire mindset. And uh, Tommy, you, you posted something recently on Facebook that caught my eye about mindset. You talked about how uh, it can either propel us into our God-given purpose or hinder us. And can you allow, can you guys elaborate on that for me? And then maybe kind of, you know, get into, is there something you're both trying to overcome in your own life this year?
1: Yeah, so uh, I'll try to remember both of those, but, uh, but basically when it comes to mindset, people have to understand that and that's actually one of the things that we start with as a foundational thing in our program that you have to do before you can even become a healthy individual. The reason is because mindset Uh, no matter man or or woman, but like anyone, it dictates the direction of your entire life because you have these events in your life that have happened. Everybody has good, bad, neutral events and they've shaped your lens, your view, your narrative on life and your perception of life. Mm -hmm. And so when you have these, it may be even due to social programming, maybe even due to like stuff like your parents say, like money doesn't grow on trees, different, just I'm just giving different statements, but different things like that. And over the years, it compiles and it ends up shaping your perception of life. Well, when you see things in a certain way and you don't see things in a different way, it can hinder you because the way you've been seeing things, it, it's, in a, it's setting your life for a direction of the decisions that you make, the habits that you have and everything. And so you have to learn that when you change your mindset, you can literally. Now, there's other steps to that, but mindset's the first step yes. into changing your life sure. and having a new direction in your life so that you can see things differently you can reprogram your subconscious you can overcome toxic beliefs there's there's a lot to it
2: and when it comes to like the society thing i want to and this actually makes me mad and i'm a woman happy wife happy life or those little um, things like i hate that i'm like and, and i am a woman i'm like no that's such bs like that's such no like it's not just do whatever makes me happy i'm like That doesn't create anything to help a healthy healthy relationship. And not only that, it teaches what's that's telling you is he's responsible for my happiness, which Mm -hmm. is programming the woman to think that her happiness comes from what her husband does. And then it puts extra pressure on the husband because he's like, man, I have to be responsible for her happiness. Well, happiness is an inside job. Like that's not, he adds to my joy in life, but he is not the source of my joy. Right. My, my happiness is an inside job. And so I think just like even having the mindset corrected on a lot of these social stigmas and all the things that we're just control con constantly bombarded with from like our society is huge and plays a huge role. And one of the other things is the, well, my, my wife is, my wife is, Oh, you should meet her. She's fiery. She's a, she's a dominant one. She, you know, and they probably get, themselves pretty much beat up because when i was like that i'm not gonna lie i was the very independent one but everyone would go to tommy and be like oh you're whipped oh we know who wears the pants in this house and those kind of mindsets like it still it causes division and there's not supposed to be division here
1: yeah it causes resentment on it makes the man feel worse on his end especially most men are naturally passive yeah um there are of course natural leaders and people like stuff like that. But when it comes to Pat, I believe that I was very passive, right. And you can overcome that. And I did struggle with that for a while. And so I had to learn to become an effective leader and not a dictator leader. And you can, I don't care how dominant or independent or fiery your wife is. She was, she's all that. And she still is, but she still wants to be led. And uh, in an effective way, but not a dictatorship.
2: Yeah. So I'll say that for myself, just because y'all are like, well, my wife, you have a matter. Well, I'm I'm incredibly independent, and Start I by. can totally, <laughs> I could be fine on my own. I don't need, I do not need Tommy whatsoever. I don't need him. I, we choose to be together and do life together. Mm -hmm. And with that, I still have that deep desire. Like I want Tommy to lead. I like him leading. It does create that balance because it's how God ordained. Like that's how God designed our marriage. And so there is a huge difference though between dictatorship, because there was one point where Tommy told me, this is how it's going to be. And that just does not go well. I was like, okay, that's what I'm gonna yeah. do then, because you told me no.
1: Yeah, I, I, that was back when I had like a lot of bosses, and so I didn't understand the difference between leadership and you know a boss. Yeah. But, but to answer your second question, um, I think it was, um, what was it? What are we struggling with in our own? How did it go again?
0: Yeah, yeah. What, what are you struggling with in your in your own lives, and maybe this year that you're trying to tackle in terms of you know shifting
1: your mindset? So one of the things that we're doing this year is we are moving to Tennessee. We're actually going up next month and we are looking at, we're in Texas now in Austin, Texas, but we're, we go where God calls us. Mm -hmm. And so we're moving to Tennessee and we're looking at buying land and building a retreat center at some point. And so I personally feel like God is wanting us to go super big, uh, way outside of our, outside of our comfort zone and way outside of our, you know, yes. what we have available to us and all this stuff. Yeah. And so that makes me, you know, a little bit nervous. And I have to recenter my mindset and be like, okay, God can do a lot with what you have. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we're doing well, obviously, but like, but still, it's <laughs> still the way, the direction I feel like he's leading me and us as a, as a, as a couple is going to be huge. And that's something that we've been working on overcoming for our own mm-hmm life right now. Mm-hmm. And then um, of course we have team members and stuff that we're leading and growing in that. And so the leadership in a broader sense for me personally, uh, and for her has been growing in a challenge and working with God for my own personal self and sonship and being able to just learn different things and grow in my own self still, because we're always okay. growing.
2: Absolutely. I think part of it is that just staying that even though we You know, we have a growth mindset, but it's staying consistent, not finding a place of complacency, Mm -hmm. not being like, okay, well, I know this, I know what else can you teach me? What are you trying to show me? And when God speaks to us, even on the little things, little things, it's about remembering that God, like God is in control of all of it. And we are supposed to come to him even with small decisions. Mm-hmm. So often that we get so involved and wrapped up in our own minds that we're going through the motions and we forget that the Holy Spirit is our guide in all areas and not just on big things of career changes, job moves, you know, th- those things or you know, it's not just that which school to go to should Should I send my kid to college instead of just big things. It's small things, too.
1: Yeah. And your daily it really builds an. it really gets you to build an intimate relationship with him because you're you're not just what I call using him as a light switch for problems. And so in short, in short, like what I tell people is when it comes to everyone, no matter what stage or level or income or whatever you're at in life, you're going to be hit by waves. Yes. And it doesn't matter until we get to heaven, we're going to have problems. Mm-hmm. And so the key is, is someone told me once to focus on the next six steps in front of you. It doesn't have to be a, so it could be the next step, but this is just a metaphor. All right. So just focus on what you have in front of you. Focus on doing it well with all your heart, soul and mind for the glory of God and just operate in that love. And then the other thing is making sure that you're taking care of your emotions and making sure that you're also one more thing also that you are. Living by the term yes and and, and amen. And what I mean by that is, so amen means that you agree with whatever God is saying. And then yes, before that, yes, and then amen. So yes, basically yes to whatever you have next, God. So that's how we live our life is yes and amen. And a lot of people don't understand they're paralyzed by fear Mm -hmm. and and it's not of God, right? Um, There's times to wait. There's times to waitings also has action in it. But when it comes to when it comes to yes and amen, it's walking with God. What I tell people is like, look, God, we're all walking through the valley of the shadow of death, mm-hmm. but but it's and some of us are sitting in it. But <laughs> but when it comes to like this, you have to learn to walk through it. Yeah, it's not. yea though, I sit or he carries me through the valley of the shadow of death. It's walk and walking's an action and faith. Basically, you want to be a faith walker, not a faith talker. So you want to put action behind your words as man, of course.
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, St. Paul, you know, likens the spiritual walk uh, to to being an athlete, right? I mean, you're you're gonna put in the full armor of God every day to go out there and do battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta say, I can see why the Lord is moving you. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. I mean, I've only we've only been chatting here for about twenty minutes, twenty five minutes or so. I can feel the authenticity, and you don't get that a lot. I mean, uh, you know, it, w- what's beautiful about what I get to do here is I get to see people share their struggles and then share how they're helping folks because of that struggle. They, they're using that for good. And I can see you guys doing that. And you've been through so much. The fact that you're still together, I mean, you look great. You look you look so healthy. You clearly come on the other side of this. And now look at what the Lord's doing with it. I mean, it's, it's incredible. It, it truly is miraculous. You guys are a a living miracle and a living testimony to uh, the goodness of of God. I mean, so, you know, thank you. Thank you for being an inspiration. I really do appreciate it. Uh, I I really do mean that. Um, So we're just about out of time, but I do have one more question for you guys. You know, now that we heard the, the awesome things that you're doing, where can we connect with you? Where can we find out about your training and about your Facebook
1: groups? So if you're on Facebook, the best place to search is just Christian Marriage Coaching. And I'm pretty sure we're the only one that says Christian Marriage Coaching. But just search that you'll, you'll find <laughs> us. And then also, so you can connect with us in our group. It's a free group. We don't charge anything for it. It's just a place where we post awesome content, Facebook Lives, a Lots lot of, of different, a lot of different free trainings and different things like that on your marriage. And so it's a good place to go for resources. And I mean, we have other platforms, but the main, two, the main two are going to be Facebook. And then if you want to connect with us on our website, just search tommyanddesnica.com. And that will take you to a, uh, a free training that we did on how to save your marriage, reconnect with your spouse without having to go to counseling or therapy. And it's a one hour free in-depth training that you're, you can use and to save your marriage and get you at least a foundational start. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
0: Thank you so much. I, and hey, guys, I will link to all of that in the show notes and on the website. So you'll have everything to be able to connect with uh, to connect with the Taylors here, which, by the way, is I, I found out, you know, Tommy Taylor is actually also the name of my uncle and my cousin. So just crazy, small world. Um, <laughs> I <that>. But uh, <laughs> I do want to thank you guys so much. Uh, as, as I said, before we hit record, you really are doing the Lord's work. I appreciate you sharing uh, your your trials and also what you're doing today to help people. It, it's a true blessing. And I know so many folks were gonna, are going to benefit from it. So God bless you and thank you.
1: thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. No problem at all.
0: Thank you for listening to Dad Devotionals with me, Dave Domzowski. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and also email us at daddevotionals at gmail.com. And follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash daddevotionals and also youtube.com slash daddevotionals. Make sure to subscribe, like us, do whatever you got to do to stay in touch. Thank you for listening.